everyone. Hi, Tanika. Welcome to Not Your Mama's Drama. Hi, everybody. We just want to say thanks for coming back week after week. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Please share. So, Marianne, what's going on in your life? What's your drama today? So today I was thinking the holidays are here. An entire year has gone by. It's insane that the whole year has gone by. And I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like we had an, a great year. We talked about doing a podcast and we did it. And now we're in season two. So I was wondering, how do you feel? It's another year in the books. How's this year been for you? So it's been phenomenal. Um, I'm always just like in awe of how blessed I am. I mean, I'm super grateful for everything that I have. My kids are healthy. My marriage is good. I'm healthy. And we started a podcast. Like we said we were going to do it and we actually did it. That's crazy to me. <laughs> amazing. It's really amazing. Like, you know, we don't want to brag, but, you know, we're podcasters. So yeah. <laughs> we've had some significant, or at least I've had some significant changes in my life this year. And they're all really positive, And I'm just, you know, truly blessed, blessed, blessed. This has been a great year. Yes, I completely agree. We said we were going to do it. We started to research it. And this came like out of nothing. It was an idea. And we didn't even know how to record. I mean, we have been through the ringer trying to put this thing together because we've turned into, we, we make the drafts, we turn into producers, we cut it, we edit it. So kudos to us. Absolutely. Snaps. Snaps, Snaps so was, all around. Yes. What was your favorite episode this season? What do you, what would you say you love? So uh, picking a favorite episode at this stage of our podcast is like picking a favorite child. I mean, every single episode is, I love it. Um, but what I had a lot of fun doing this year was the I Hate My Partner. Now, I love my partner, but it was a lot of fun <laughs> to get yeah. into the stories and to get the feedback from our listeners. And, you know, it was just a really good episode, I thought. Yeah. What about you? Well, I loved so many episodes. I really enjoyed the ones where we had guests. So we had Dr. Danister this year yeah. and we had Deborah Owens. And it was just so enlightening to be able to hear Dr. Danister as a gynecologist. And we had so many questions. Uh, so I definitely started to look at things differently after we talked to her. And Deborah Owens was just so much information. I mean, I've continued to just look for her on LinkedIn and listen to her webinars and I want to be wealthy. She said, wealthy you and I want to be wealthy. So I will continue to listen. There was just so much to tap into there. Yeah, absolutely. Our guests were absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, again, we're pretty new at this. So they were able to just jump in and based on our direction, because we're also directors, um, <laughs> we, you know, yeah. we got some really great episodes. We got great questions. We got great answers. Their expertise was just phenomenal. So it was really good. I loved it. Yeah. So another episode that I really loved was how to be a supportive friend. And I know that, um, you know, they say like that saying misery loves company and I don't want anyone to be miserable, but there is something to be said about hearing that people have the same issues that you do. 
So I really liked um, listening to that and, and our viewer and listener participation and just yeah. knowing how to show up for people was really, really great. Yeah, I really liked that episode as well. Um, that was another one that had a lot of listener participation that we had a lot of questions, a lot of feedback and stories. Um, and it was just really, you know, the girlfriend relationship, which is mainly what we focused on, that is a really important relationship to many women. So it was great. You know, we talk about being a mom and being a wife and all of that is very important, but your friends, your girls, they're, they're the thing <laughs> that yeah. often holds you together. So it was really great to have a relationship that kind of had light on that and how to be a good friend and how to show up. And, you know, I think that was super useful information and it was on a really important topic. I agree. I agree. They are so important and it's hard to understand how to show up for people. So I was glad to hear, um, you know, how, how you can show up or how you can maybe like misinterpret when people are not showing up for you. So it's also kind of a self check, you know, and (laughs) letting people know what they could do for you. So it was super enlightening for me as well. So the holidays are here and it's a time of reflection for me. And I guess I started to think about our podcast and everything that we've done. What are the holidays like for you? What other sentiments come to to your mind when you start to think about the holidays? Period. Christmas is my favorite. I absolutely love the holidays, the November through December period of year. That's Tanika's time. I absolutely love it. And now that I have this grown kid that lives in Massachusetts, um, you know, it's great because he comes home kind of unbothered. He comes home for a whole week, a little bit more, and he's here just hanging out with us. And it's just so wonderful to be all together. I love buying gifts. I love going to the parties. I love dressing up, everything. Love it, love it, love it. Now, it can be a little stressful because I don't know what to get, what gifts to give people. I don't, you know, you might indulge a little bit too much in those parties and those treats and everyone sending you gifts and like, oh my God, because my husband of what he does, we get like food baskets and food baskets. <laughs> and like, I really appreciate it, but it's a lot. So, you know, the holidays are great, but it just, it it allows you to be overindulgent. <laughs> yeah, it is true. I am a very good gift receiver. I love getting gifts and I'm so appreciative of anything that I get. I can make use of anything, but I'm a horrible gift giver. And my kids have made it known. They're like, I don't understand why Santa would get us the exact same thing in different colors. Like I wrote the (laughs) list out. I wrote it out. Santa's not supposed to fail and they keep failing every single year. So now that they're older, they, they understand, um, but it's still a stressful time for me. The holidays are, I love the season, but it's super stressful because of this gift buying thing. It's, yeah. I haven't bought one gift. Like that's my goal today to get on the computer and start ordering things and go out and get this done. Um, and it's also stressful to put on parties. So I'm responsible for at least one or two parties. So we have to do that. So it's a, it's a time of year with a lot of expectations that you have to fulfill 
Yeah. And I know that the holidays are are very sad for other people. For me, it's it's not a sad time. It's a stressful time, and it's a time where I have to put a lot of energy into getting things done. But at the end of the season, I'm, I do fill with joy that we're able to um, spend time with family. We have such a large family, and there's so much love in our family. So it ends up being a wonderful time filled with just making memories and getting everyone to pose for the pictures because you know you gotta gotta take those pictures for the gram so yeah it's it's a good time for me what about you what what else do you look forward to so we we just did our pictures two weeks ago um and that was extremely stressful <laughs> getting everybody together we had an outfit change um we took the pictures in dc you know we live in maryland so it was a whole lot that went on with that and then after we were done everyone was hangry yeah. Um, so it didn't feel as festive as what we the goal was. You know, we had on these Christmas sweaters, but everybody's like, just, just feed me. I'm hungry. Yeah. I don't want to do anything else. And we ended up going to this really great restaurant in D.C., um, a Mexican restaurant, just out of nowhere. It happened to be on the street. We were like, just stop the car. Everybody get out. <laughs> we're starving. <laughs> so we got out and it was fantastic. Like. The food was great. The service was great. It was so wonderful. It was um, at the wharf, you know, the the waterfront yeah. in D.C. It was really nice. So it was great. And, you know, that was kind of like a little microcosm of how the holidays can have one intention and get out yeah. of hand. Yeah. But then you can bring it back together. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of like our holiday in a nutshell. Great intention. It falls out of place. Everyone gets angry, you know, perturbed, getting on everyone's nerves. You eat, and we're all in love again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny because I do not um, take like an official holiday picture. I look for one of those moments to create our holiday moment. So yeah. yesterday we went to dinner and um, until so after dinner, we went like we drove by this little town center. And I see that there's a Santa Claus there that you could take pictures with. And, you know, just for a tip. So I was like, let's get out of the car and go take a picture. <laughs> and so we get out of the car and we take all these pictures with the Santa Claus. It's there. And it was lovely. But I look at the pictures and I'm like, none of these are going to be post worthy for my <laughs> holiday moment. So I haven't been able to capture that holiday picture that's really pretty, but I'll keep trying. Uh, well, then, you know, anyone who's listened to the show for any amount of time, knows that we got the pictures back and I've not made the cards. So, you know, <laughs> I'm a procrastinator by nature, but I have so many things, you know, I'm busy. Doggone it. <laughs> it's hard. These weeks, they fly by and, and yeah. the calendar does get full of events, thankfully, with friends and work events and things that are fancy, some things that are laid back. But overall, the calendar is full of love in December and December is like, it's halfway done, peeps. It is. It is. Oh, don't even mention it. It's so much more that I have to do. We did get to celebrate my daughter's birthday. She's a December baby. So, and she does not let Christmas begin until we have celebrated her. <laughs> so oh, that's We got smart. her party done last week and that was good. And, um, you know, we had a really good time. We did, you know, just to go off topic for a second, we went to one of those selfie museums. Have you ever mm -hmm. been to one of those or seen no. one of those? So they have all these different backgrounds and they have all the the um, 
the places where you can put your phone and the, the ring spotlight that comes on you. So much fun. I mean, if you have an 11 year old girl or boy or whoever's into taking selfies, so much fun and not too expensive either. Oh, that's great. I love how she makes sure that her birthday is celebrated before any Christmas festivities begin. Like she has boundaries for herself and for other people. She knows what she, she wants. She lets you know those boundaries. Yeah. Super, super smart. So as we wrap up this year, what are you looking forward to in our podcast? So I want to continue talking about interesting topics with my very good friend, Mary Ann. Uh, we've had so much fun doing this. I, you know, this is really like an outlet for me and I believe for Mary Ann as well. So we want to continue to grow, continue to get additional listeners, continue doing this. It's just really, it's like cathartic for us. <laughs> yeah. It really is. It has been, um, it has helped me make time for myself and make yep. time for something that I want to do for myself. And I want more of that for the podcast and, and for me this year, you know, so I think that as I look for next year, yes, I want to grow our audience. I want to get more topics that are engaging, get more guests um, and continue to have topics that help us become a better version of ourselves. Yeah. And for me personally, next year, I want to continue to make time for myself and make time to do the things that I want to do and keep the promises to myself. It's something that I'm really working on. I know in the podcast, we talked a lot about um, like getting me getting a handle of my health. So I started making appointments, doctor's appointments and more applause. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. I have them. I have them on the calendar. That's awesome. I know. And so I, I like this little workaround that I keep doing of asking my doctor friends for advice is not helping. I really need <laughs> like an official record, an official medical record for the years to come. Because, um, you know, I'm getting up there in the years. So this is the time when things start to not work. And I need to make sure that things keep working. So I have them. I have them, Tanika, in the books. Um, and I also want to make sure that I start to keep the promise to myself that I'm going to exercise because yeah. I get on this health reset like every three months and it's not working. So I said it out loud and maybe I could keep the promise to myself. But a picture popped up the other day of um, it was a New Year's party. And my husband and I were at this New Year's party making jokes about how we were going to get our health in order. And we didn't do it. We did not do it. We did it like here and there. Yeah. And then um, he recently like joined the gym and started to get on it. And I said, wow, a whole year passed by and I did not do what I set myself out to do, which is something so easy. So I, I, I'm going to keep the promises to myself or I'm going to work on being better about keeping the promises that I make to myself. Excellent. And I'm going to do the exact same thing. So um, you mentioned that when we do this podcast, we have to make time for ourselves. We have to be in a quiet place. It has to be just me. It has to be just you. You know, our kids, our husbands can't bother us. We don't take any calls. We're not on the internet. This is just time for us to have a discussion. And that has really taught me you know, I like podcasting. I didn't mm -hmm. know I liked podcasting until I started doing it. So what else is out there that I like? <laughs> you know, if I just take the time 
to try it and set aside time for me to actually get it done, who knows what else is out there for me? And so my goal in the upcoming year is to, to see what else is out there for me. I'm going to take time for myself. I'm going to find out what I like. I'm going to do the things that I like, things that make me happy. And I'm going to start, you know, severing off those things that don't. Mm -hmm. If I don't like to cook, why would I do that? So many ways around it. Why? So many ways around it. First of all, I'm married to a dude that loves to cook. Why is he looking at me to cook ever? You like doing that. I don't. No, no. So many ways around it. No, I agree. Yes. Make time to cross off the list, the things that you don't like to do. And say yes more so that you can find the things that you are enjoying and you can keep doing that. Oh my goodness. I just finished reading a book. Mm -hmm. And so I have a cousin that reads, she's an adamant, voracious reader, right? She reads all the time. And so I said, I'm going to be like my cousin. You know, she's a little bit older. I'm like, it's going to be like my big cousin. I'm going to read a book. Yeah. (laughs) So I read the book. And I called her and I said, look, I'm reading this book. It's called um, Drunk on Love. And I said, I'm reading this book. And she said, well, how was it? I said, I'm not finished yet. She said, how long have you been reading it? I said, it's been like two weeks. She was like, what the? F- what is taking you so <laughs> You're like 10 so- minutes a day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like my kids. <laughs> so I said, you know what? She's no better than I am. I can read. So I took her, her disdain and disappointment in her little cousin as like my, my motivation. So I read the rest of the book in two days and it was wow. great. I loved it. You know, and I, that meant I took time for myself That meant I had to be alone for a little bit and I just dove in and read the book and it was really great. I mean, it was great to be like, you know, you immerse yourself in a different world and different characters. You're meeting different people. It was really good. Yeah. Good for you. I don't love reading, but I will do it. I do love watching TV and binging. And my daughter, um, the other day, I guess as kids get older, so the benefit is kids get older, so you have more time, but they get more opinionated. And she's like, you don't like to spend time with me. You don't like to spend time with us. I was like, I spend plenty of time with you guys. (laughs) I have the right to pick some time to be by myself. and do what I want to do. That does not mean that I don't love you. I really need like my brain to relax and to enjoy doing what I want to do. So kudos to you for taking time to read your book. And yeah, we have to take some time to just feed our souls and do what re-energizes us. Yeah, definitely. And I, so I've not done anything official with the exercise, but I have started walking. So this week I've walked a bunch, a lot <laughs> over this yeah. week. Um, I actually started a new job and it's a lot of walking involved in that. And I just, you know, since I had to do it inside the building, I figured I would take it out and walk outside as well. So one weekend, one weekend, that one time in December, <laughs> when yeah. I started exercising. Good for you. I'm one weekend too of consistency because I start I track it on this app and I start and then I'll do one week and then two weeks out and then one weekend and then three (laughs) weeks out. So, so far I'm one weekend and I am going to keep this promise to myself and stay in 
and continue to do. My goal is three times a week, a minimum to exercise three times a week. Yeah, that's a really good goal. It's very doable. And if you just, you know, I've read over and over and over again, like put it on your calendar, Mm -hmm. make it an appointment that if you don't make that appointment, you're letting someone down and that someone is you and you're really important. Exactly. And next year I'm not letting myself down. That's, that's what I'm getting. That's the mantra that I'm going to write on my bathroom mirror this year. I am not letting myself down. I'm going to show up for myself. I'm going to show up for myself. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. That is perfect. I'm definitely going to do that. So are there any other smaller goals or because we talked about some really big ones like being there for yourself and exercising and being healthy. Any smaller things that you want to do for next year? The smaller things that I am going to do is my house is still um, a terrible, terrible mess. So I really believe in like making spaces beautiful so that yeah. when you walk around your house, you feel that, you know, you're, you're in a beautiful house. And I learned that strangely, I heard that from Oprah and it always stuck with me. You know, I'm like one of those people that grew up watching Oprah mm-hmm. in the afternoons. Um, and one time she said that, that that was her goal. Of course, she has a ton more like funds to be able to do this. And um, servants. And she servants. has little people and, yeah. that are servants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They will be there forever. Her maids, you know, change her sheets every day and things like that. (laughs) Um, So I don't have that. But there are, my house is a little bit messy in some areas and that bothers me. So one of my goals is certainly to make some areas really beautiful. And um, and so, and not with a ton of money, just with like cleaning it up, you know, moving the, the, um, the ironing board out of the way and putting my laundry away and getting a new rug. So things like that is, is what I'm going to do. But I do have one little goal that keeps um, just moving and I, and I'm not saying yes to, and it's my closet. It's become this horrible monster that you could walk into and maybe not walk out of like things could (laughs) literally fall on you and it's become a hazard. So I do want to get that in order. And it's going to be like this Marie Kondo purging situation where like this has already given me joy and I have to let it go. That yeah. that kind of hall where we have to really purge that area. What about you? Do you have some small goals that you want to accomplish? Well, along those lines, we just got um, new flooring upstairs in our bedrooms, which meant we had to take everything out of the closets, everything out of the bedroom. So everything, all the stack of papers that's been in that corner of my bedroom for eight years, that's now out of the corner. And we have these great new floors and um, our, our rooms upstairs, all four bedrooms are perfect. There's nothing under the bed. There's nothing in the corner. There's nothing in the closet which means all that crap is in the bathroom, (gasps) in the dining room, (laughs) and in the basement. Yep, we had to move it somewhere in order for the guys to be able to put the flooring down. Mm -hmm. So in that vein, we've been chipping away. You know, there are some things that were obviously just trash or obviously you could just shred it. So we did those things, but then there are these things that are like, you know, you know, DeAndre's all about me thing that he wrote in the 11th grade. I don't want to throw that away, but where, what's the place in the house? Where does that go? Yeah, I'll tell you. You take a picture of it. 
and you put it in a digital <laughs> file in your computer because at some point it's given you enough joy and you just got to let it go. You're exactly right. But what about, you know, um, I have the dress that my husband proposed to me in. I can't fit that dress. Take a picture. 19 years old. What am I going to do with that dress? You take a picture and you create another digital file in your yep. computer. And it's like things that I wore during important moments. I don't know. We just keep so much stuff and we just, we have to, we have to let it go. I have a garage that I want to get to as well. I just want to live like Marie Kondo and look at all the spaces in my house and have purged and yep. just have it be a memory at some point. And I do have a huge issue with mail. And, and so that should be one of my goals. I just create these little piles of mail and important documents. And then I create a pile and at some point I have to clean that area yep. and I put it into a reusable shopping bag and push it to another area. Yep. So it's terrible. I mean, there's just so much paper that I cannot get rid of and it's really painful to do, but the mail is a big issue for me. So I have to purge. Purging the mail could take like a whole week of or doing better. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that stuff, some of those things are like really important documents, you know, you may have uh, mortgage documents or you know anything like that. You don't need it, but you can't throw it away, obviously. And it's been there now for, you know, 14 years. So I know it's terrible. Maybe before I start purging, I need to like get a scanner and get one of those. I don't know. Yeah. What is it? A terabyte hard drive or something yeah. where scan and make a file scan and, and just put it all in. Mm -hmm. Like, and, you know, go through it as you need to at some point in your life, just like it right now, you'll have to go through it at some point in your life. But if you just scanned it like kind of blindly and then shred all that stuff, let me tell you, our closets, it makes me so happy to go in the closets and in our bedrooms right now. It's beautiful. It's nothing. When I say there's nothing in the floor, there is nothing <laughs> in the floor. It's amazing. Yeah, it is an amazing feeling that goes through you when you look around your house and it is, I mean, it does for me, it's clean and you look in drawers and they're clean. There's just this, this thing that has been lifted that I can't yep. even describe. Yep. It's, it's almost like a weight mm -hmm. for sure. An emotional, mental, spiritual, maybe weight has been yeah. lifted and you just feel much freer. Yeah. Well, I am certainly going to aim to be much more free of all that clutter in 2023, but I do, I have to make some time to do it. And sometimes it's just like you, like you have to clear an area because some work is going to be done there. Yep. And then you have all the crap somewhere else and you have to start chipping away at it. You really do. Otherwise it'll just sit there. I could, I could tell you another story, but it makes me look bad. So I'll just say that this area right here between the two kids rooms in the hallway need some work i get it i mean i have ptsd every time my husband tells me to clean the garage because we've always had situations where our garage is full of stuff either because like in in maryland we were building a basement and the basement all the stuff moved to the garage yeah then we've moved several times and your garage just becomes a storage thing and cleaning the garage takes like every weekend for four or five weeks so yeah. every time he says that we've got to go clean the garage it like starts to have this reaction <laughs> all through my body 
but afterwards it, it feels really good to be able to, to look at an area and feel like you've accomplished something. So speaking of accomplishments, we've, um, we've got, we've done a lot this year and I just want to say again that we're really grateful, super duper, super duper grateful to all of the listeners that have made this like possible and really grateful to my co-host Marianne, because if I had not had that accountability, if I'd said, I want to start a, um, a podcast. Uh, in fact, I may have said that before. I wasn't going to do it though. I didn't do it until it was on me to feel like I was letting someone else down if I didn't do it. So I'm really grateful to you, Marianne. Without you, none of this would be possible. Oh, likewise. Life is about accountability. And we became accountability partners when we said we were going to do a podcast. Yep. Um, and I remember saying to you, I'm like, I really hate saying that I'm going to do something and not doing it. And then you said, well, then let's do it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we did. And then we were kind of stuck in like research mode. And you're like, we can't research anymore. We just have to record. Yep. And we did it. And so just in life, when you can't do something or we when you can't find like the 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 you know bravery to do something whether it's exercise or go on a trip or record a podcast or clean a garage you it, once you get someone to help you and that person becomes your accountability partner you're gonna just go so much further so thank you so much Tanika for doing this with me it's been an amazing amazing journey it has yeah. been just so much growth. I mean, it seems like this little thing every time that we post it every week, but there's so much work and so much love that goes into every episode. And I just hope that in 2023, we're just going to make it bigger and better and grow more audience and get more engagement and get more guests. So just bigger things to come. Absolutely. I, you said it perfectly. There's nothing else to be said. So thank you again. And thank you all for listening we do want to say that again, please continue to listen, like, subscribe, and share. Thank you guys. And we hope you have an amazing holiday season and we, you know, give you nothing but blessings and love and light into your 2023. Thank you guys for listening to Not Your Mama's Drama. And we will see you in 2023. So happy holidays, happy new year. See you next year. Bye, guys.